Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Suttler. I'm Casey McBride. And here is a long overdue episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. We're back. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We're going to just kind of talk today about what's been going on since we've been how when was the last time we streamed like an actual episode it's been Dude, a long time i don't even i think it was uh was it back in the summertime was it summer still it it's, might been, have been. It, it's been a long time i know that and uh it's funny i actually um was at goddess elite uh, a month or two ago something like that and um you know we'd, we'd gotten busy we're doing our own things and uh and sh- hadn't done any stir crazy shamans but it was just like a month or two ago i was doing shamanic healing out of goddess elite and someone comes up to me and says um hey uh when are you guys going to do stir crazy shamans again i've really missed you guys i miss listening to you guys every day and uh so uh i was like oh man i really we really got to get back in the routine of that and um we had some blockages and some things to work through but we did and um here we are and yeah very long overdue so so happy to be back yeah yeah better than ever too and if this is your first time watching us uh just because it has been a while so who knows like maybe our regulars aren't tuning in yet but this was all inspired because of covid we were in a spirit lodge series together with our teacher don zane kerfman and right in the middle of that series we had to start going virtual because of the lockdown and i jokingly said one day i'm like well i should start an episode crazy shamans and casey was my first guest and from the first episode it's like we are meant to do this together yeah oh yeah. yeah Our little Wilka Nuna Wakuchais, which means sacred soul brothers, Wakuchai Kuna, I suppose. <laughs> and uh, we've been off and running. There's almost 100 episodes on the YouTube channel. So if you like today, there are many, many episodes with many crazy, awesome topics with different stories and everything. And this is really meant to be interactive. If you have questions, comments, we will go down virtually any rabbit hole uh, that you bring up. And good morning, Mary. Thank you for tuning in. So, Hank, what have you been up to? What kind of magic have you been creating as of late? I went through a complete destruct and reconstruct. So, (laughs) you know, I haven't really talked about it on uh, uh, publicly much, but there was a holistic health and healing center and it was a partnership between three people and we basically didn't create well together. So that partnership was dissolved and I started a whole new company called Emergence of Being and it has this whole new model, this contrib- I call it a generative contributor model where we bring people together and we network together, we collaborate together to create more and more and more. And really, um, it's just, though, though it's, the site's been built, this is like the official, like the, with this new energy launching it to start doing it. Casey's a part of it, Dr. K's part of it, and we're looking for more. So if you're if you truly believe in helping people, and helping them and not the cause or, or the, not the symptom, then uh, check out emergenceofbeing.com and, uh, and see if it's right for you. But that was a big part. And then I'm doing a master cleanse now, day 23. Um, so Hank great. hasn't eaten any solid food for like no. 23 days. No and for a large food. part of those 23 days, he wasn't consuming really any calories at all, which just blows my mind because <laughs> I'm the kind of person where uh, if it's been more than like four hours since I've last consumed food, I'm like, oh man, like I better eat something. So 23 days. <laughs> he reminds me of my son, Oliver, because we went to West Virginia and it's like, we just ate, right? And he goes because he's full, whatever. He's like, and then he's back eating the snack. I'm like, you're hungry again? So, I mean, like, he is a lot younger than I. His metabolism still in full gear and all that. But it, yeah. and I don't recommend that for most people. Like, I'm I'm really listening to my body. And one day, my body's like, no food today, just tea and water. 
And I'm like, okay. And that was really weird for me, but I've, um, I've been doing it and my body, I look healthy. My wife normally gets freaked out when I do this because I look like a skeleton and she's like begging me to stop. And she's like, you, you look healthy. Yeah. Keep doing it. I'm like, great. So that's a big thing when you're doing anything like that, be in tune with the body, listen to it, have a communion with it. Cause I think all the times before that I was doing it to the body and the body freaked out. And now the body's on board, which was the whole difference. Cause you're doing it with the body now instead mm -hmm. of to the body. Yeah. Yes. Oh, very cool. Yeah. You know what? I had someone, uh, a couple of people comment recently that I had lost a lot of weight and, um, the only thing I'd really been doing differently is just eating, uh, a, a, a little less processed food and more like fruits and vegetables. I have a big smoothie every day and I'm giant tray of roasted vegetables. Um, and uh, yeah, I had a couple of people comment saying I had lost a, a good amount of weight as well. So um, uh, interesting to see how our bodies are shifting in, in different ways. Um, but uh, man, I, we've both been through so many incredible, incredible changes experienced so many incredible adventures and things since we've been on last. And that's the funny thing is I don't even remember when we were talking last. I don't know what, what we've shared and what we haven't, but um, I tell you, I have just been manifesting so many incredible connections lately. Um, just the other day. Uh, so one of the things I've been wanting with the YouTube channel, with my YouTube channel, Shaman's Way, is I've wanted to get on with one of these larger content creators, one of the people that have like a hundred thousand plus subscribers and, and do health and wellness or spirituality related um, content. And so I had kind of just reached out to a few people, sent emails, and then no one had reached back or anything. Um, and then, uh, I started to do some, I think, it, I don't know if it was before or right after, but I started using scripting. So I started to write things down. And one of the things I wrote down was that I was working, I'm, I'm going to be working with, um, these, uh, these content creators are going to be so supportive and they're, um, they're, uh, not client base. what do you call it? Subscriber base is going to be very supportive of me and open to the ideas and everything, whatever I wrote down. And then this guy, uh, certified health nut reaches back to me. Um, this he's, he's, he's great. He's so his energy is amazing. He, he's earned he's, the title. I watched a couple of his videos. I'm like, he is a certified health nut for sure. Yeah, he's awesome. So, uh, uh, so he messages me back. This wasn't that long ago. This was like, uh, Maybe it was a week ago. I think it was about a, exactly a week ago. So he messages me and he's like, hey, uh, do you want to come on a Facebook live stream right now? And I'm like, you mean right now, right now? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, I got a client a little bit, but sure, let's get one in. So I went on, I was talking to him about shamanism and stuff and then did a little healing session. And um, it was amazing that the, the, the people commenting were so open and receptive. They're like, oh my gosh, I love what you do. Where can I learn this? And like people were very open to it. And um, I had a, the, the number of subscribers coming in since then has really increased and had people reach out for, for sessions. And he has talked about wanting to have me back on his other platforms. So I really want to get on his YouTube channel. But, um, and, but because of that, it's amazing how this works, right? So I'm on this dude who lives in Sedona, Arizona. I'm on his live stream and someone watching who lives in Westlake, literally the city over from where I live, is watching his live stream reaches out to me on Facebook and is like, Hey, I've got a health and wellness business that I run out of Westlake. And I want you to come do some breath work and cold exposure with me and talk possibility and see what we can co-create. Oh, is that the guy with the ice bath thing that you told yeah. me? About? Is that, 
Oh, I didn't realize that you found him through the stream. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah he, he reached yeah. out to me after I was on the certified health nut stream. I mean, how, how incredible of a synchronicity is that? But I just, and, and, he, and he said he's, you know, well, one, that guy, uh, he, he rarely ever streams on, on Facebook. And then, uh, you know, the fact that that guy who lives in Westlake just happened to be on Facebook and watching the live stream at the time that I was on was <laughs> incredible. Um, so I'm meeting with him on uh, on Thursday of this week, and uh, I can't wait to hop in his ice bath. Oh, he's got so so it's it's not just like where he has got a bucket or whatever filled with ice. He's got one of these things. I've seen how people build them where it's literally an uh, what do you call it? Like an ice chest, like a, like one of those big freezers. Uh, you know, that like sit on the ground in your garage or whatever, that, you, that is just a freezer. It's like a big unit. And you fill that with water, set it to a certain temperature. And so it's like, instead of a hot tub, it's an ice a bath, just conti- like a cold tub. Yeah. So he's got one of those. He calls it the portal is what he said it's called. Oh, and shout out to the Positive Pineapple. That's their business. I just remembered it. So shout out to the people at the Positive Pineapple. And thank you for inviting me to be a part of your magic. You know, before you mentioned that, that guy had reached out to friend me too. And I got like, it was just like, I don't even know who this is. And I didn't connect the dots until uh, really now that that all this was coming together. That's awesome. And one thing to speak to with manifestation, like at Access, we talk about this other metaphysical things. You talk about this, the thought form is one thing, but like actually writing things down, that adds a little bit of form and structure to it it starts to like make it more real more material so you do want to just like or that's why vision boards are so important like you're actually doing an action to kind of form to the universe what it is you're looking at you're putting more energy in it you're putting more intention in it so writing things out is like key instead of just like every day thinking i want to be on certified health notes youtube like that might have worked eventually but it it, may you you really created it by writing things down yeah and um uh, and, and and speaking out loud also adds an, another level of potency. I remember first learning about this when learning about lucid dreaming, where they said, um, you know, it, and also, it, it, you know, it's one thing to sit and try and remember your, because when you're first trying to learn how to lucid dream, the biggest hurdle to get over is improving your dream recall, because a lot of people don't remember many of their dreams. So you could be having lucid dreams, but if you wake up and you don't have the recall, you don't have the ability to remember them, then what good is that? Um, so the first thing you do is work to improve your dream recall. It starts out by, when you wake up, you have that little fragment of a memory, you try and write it down and then go a little back back further. And then, um, and then like one of the things you do, again, is writing it down. And writing it down, taking that physical action to write that down, that sends a very powerful signal to the brain, to the subconscious mind, that this is something that is so important to me that I'm willing to take physical action to write this down. But there's another level of potency if you actually share that with another human being that enters a whole different part of the brain. If you're talking to another human being about it and going with the dream example saying, well, I I want to tell you about this dream I had. I was doing this and the snake showed up and it blah, 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 whatever the dream was, you're sharing that out loud. That tells your subconscious mind, not only is this important enough for me to think about on my own, for me to write down, but it's important enough for me to verbalize and share with my fellow human beings. And that is a whole other dynamic. So also when manifesting lately, I've been sharing a lot with with people like Hank who are open to listen and talking about this stuff and putting it out there um, to, and it's, it's important to share with people who are, who are really open and, and not only are going to be not judgmental, but are actually supportive. supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's um, like the saying in access just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. You only share those things with who's going to be a contribution to what you're looking to create. Because a lot of people might be like little negative Nancy's. And if they get an idea in your head, like sometimes it could be counterproductive. So really, like to your point, only people that are truly supportive of what you're looking for. 
for doing yeah. that. But that that adds a whole other level of potency, and um, and so yeah, it's been amazing, uh, uh, you know, and um, with with uh, like financial abundance and all of that. Like I recently wrote down, it was just this week. Um, I am going to bring in an additional three hundred dollars worth of clients this week, and um, at the beginning of the week, you know, I had it was funny because I, I knew how easily easily that could happen. But uh, right after I wrote that, there was just some doubts and things in my mind of like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, will that really happen? And, you know, maybe um, I'm sure next week, maybe, but I don't know about this week and all kinds of weird things. But then I decided, you know what? No, I'm writing this down. I wrote it down. And then I said it. I really uh, embodied it. Not just I am going to make the $300, but it's already so. I am that $300. I have that. That's mine. It's already there. And um, yeah. And so it's, sure enough, throughout the week, people started coming in and I made over that, that $300. Yep. Um, so, uh, I mean, and it's not just me. I've been going on Facebook or uh, YouTube and looking up videos about stories of law of attraction and manifestation and particularly with scripting. You I mean, you just read through the comments. So many people talk about, Oh my gosh, I tried your scripting technique and every single thing I wrote down came true. And even things that seem absolutely impossible, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, will, will come into being. Um, but the thing is you have to, you know, you have to, with every fiber of your being, um, act as if that is already so, because it's not just the thoughts that, 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 that create it. It's vibration attracts vibration, right? Like attracts like in, in the oneality. And so you have to embody the vibration of it. So if you're trying to attract financial abundance, you embody the vibration of financial abundance. I, not just, I want to attract wealth, but I am wealth. I am wealth itself. I am financial abundance. And, and undefining like what that means because it can show up in a lot of different ways. Like just you being on that show by itself was a, a kind of a, an energy of wealth and it's going to manifest differently down the road and things. It's not just money. Wealth and abundance can right. be forms. Yeah. Abundance of connection, abundance mm -hmm. of joy, abundance of peace. Uh, yeah, I was sharing so, with Casey. I have like 20 some people that want to be guests on uh, my podcast. And it's like all this from connecting through a little group that I found uh, beyond TV bootcamp, which is like fantastic. And all the people in there is they're all like hungry to help each other and collaborate. It's like such a, the energy of collaboration instead of competition is so important because one is functioning oh, yeah. from scarcity. One is functioning from abundance. And where would you like to be with what you're creating in your world, being able to collaborate and benefiting from each other. Like Casey and I have different strengths and abilities and we really complement uh, so well when we work together. Yeah. And you know, if you, that's a big thing, whatever you're looking to do, because I know a lot of people this year who have started to pursue the things that they actually enjoy, you know, people have had time to sit and, and think, and also people who were really comfortable and kind of set in their ways and like, didn't want to make changes, even if they're suffering, even if they're not happy with their job, they were content to stay there because it was kind of stable. Well, this year, a lot of people realized that, wow, you know, like, nothing, nothing is certain, you know, mm -hmm. uh, e even if I'm working a job that I hate just because it's stable, you know, like that, that could fall out of uh, my reality at any moment. So better to, um, better to fail at trying something that you absolutely love than to fail at doing something you're absolutely miserable at. Right. So pursue the things you actually enjoy. And um, I don't know where exactly where I was going with that thought. No, but it, brings up, 
It brings up something for me though. When I worked in banking, mm-hmm. I, I was in banking for almost 10 years, uh, working for MBA, then Bank of America. And it was, especially at the end, they threw us into loan processing, gun writing. It was just terrible. And I knew that they would eventually close the site because they bought these buildings that the clinic wanted. And I knew these are going to the clinic. It's just a matter of time. But it wasn't until I started taking action. Like I was in this place of misery and I would have stayed there if I didn't start shifting. But it was just like, okay, you know what? By this date, I'm done, regardless if they close the site or not. And as soon as I started opening up to possibilities, not just that the site would close, it happened exactly the way that I I wanted. Like a week after that, they closed the site, got my severance, and then I was in this work full time. But like, if you're not happy where you are, do the resume. I, I went out, did resumes, started looking like if I can't if they don't close the site, where would I go? Like, what could I do? I started going to AA meetings, putting myself on paper so I could quit with cause saying this job is so stressful, I might drink again. So like you can get unemployment in Ohio if you can quit with cause. So there's all these things that I started doing that then opened up because I didn't have a point of view about how it would happen, that then it happened the best way possible. Mm. And the one I remember what I was going to say. And so if you are, whatever you're, you're trying to pursue, if it's a creative pursuit or, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, collaborating with with the people that that are also looking to get into the same thing. And if you want to be an artist, um, you know, look for other other artists in the area that are doing work similar, or at least on like a uh, you know somewhat of a similar frequency to what you're doing, and, and reach out to them. Ask if you can collaborate, be with them. Um, if you're in the health and wellness industry, doing healing, massage therapy, or whatever, find other massage therapists. Start a YouTube channel together. There's so many incredible ways to collaborate and and, and spread your magic. But uh, like Hank said, it's in coming together, sharing our gifts and lifting each other up that we create more abundance. If, and the more the more I succeed, the more you succeed. Um, that's where real growth and, and synergy and abundance comes in. Not the like, I'm gonna hoard all my clients for myself and I have to be successful on my own. And oh, how dare that person know oh, I'm trying to compete <laughs> with them. And you know, like that, that I've, I've seen it in people. I've seen it in people I've worked for. And that's how it is in the Andes. Like in the Pakokuna tradition that we study with Zane, they actually have the thing, like if there's a race and you won the race, it's your responsibility to make all the other people better. And even that means to become better than you. So like they have that idea that, you know, whoever has that ability to to win the race or to make the best chocolate chip cookies, not that they have that in the Andes, but whatever it is, it's then your job, well, then I'm going to help raise up everybody else because it's a community thing, not just a me thing. The kingdom of we versus the kingdom of me. Yeah, and it was so essential. You know, it's it's amazing how um, we've been programmed out of that. But I I remember also reading, uh, and people have probably heard of it because it was it was kind of like a little bit of a meme or something almost a viral uh, picture or story on Facebook for a while. But there was this uh, psychologist who went and he was studying the psychology of of primitive uh, or not primitive, but um, primitive as in uh as in the way we used to be not as in as in less than or anything but um like indigenous cultures throughout the world that are more untouched that haven't been influenced by modern technology and things and he was uh, with this african tribe and um you know uh, they have a, a like you know fruit wasn't something that was abundant for them um so fruit was like a real treat if you could have fruit that was that was like a real treat to them so he had um something like like this basket of fruit or something and he said okay now you all stand here at this line and race and the first person to touch the tree um gets to have the basket of fruit and uh so um, all these are just little kids, you know, no one's telling them what to do or anything. He just gives them those instructions. And so they all latched arms together 
and they all walked at the same pace and touched the tree at the exact same moment. And so the psychologist he said, why did you do that? You know, one of you could have eaten all the fruit. Why didn't, why didn't one of you try and win it? And they, uh, I think the word was Ubutnu was the word. And, and so, and, and uh, they, that was what their response was. And so he learned what that meant. And, um, and so they asked him, how can, one of us be happy if the rest of us are, are, are unhappy or how can one of us be happy if the rest of us are suffering, you know? So, uh, so, you know, if it, and it, and it just goes to show how ingrained in us where we are a sort of a, what do you call it? Like yeah. a, we're, we're a pack type yeah. mentality group, uh, least, social creature. Yeah. In okay. America, it's winners take all. Like, right. especially if you look at politics, it's winner take all. There's a, there's only two real parties and it's winner take all. And that, that is all in the corporate world and competition. It's like, there's, they don't just crush the competition winner take all. If you're too weak, you're out and that, and so on. It's unfortunate because it's really ingrained, but it all takes us people to start shifting their point of view, start choosing differently. And it can have this ripple effect that can and will change everything. So what could you be as a contribution to the change in the world? Yeah, absolutely. And I know, um, and it, it's, it's in how ingrained that is. It's, it's incredible because there are some people when, uh, and I've learned who I can and can't share, you know, with my, um, successes with, because I get really excited when things are going well for me. And that's what I want to talk to you about people. You know, there are some people you meet up with and they just want to tell you about how horrible and depressing their lives are. And like, that's all they want to talk about with anyone. And, uh, and I'm, I'm very much the opposite. When I meet with someone, if it's a friend I haven't seen in a while, I want to talk about all the incredible, fun, beautiful, amazing things happening in my life. And, uh, but there are some people, when you talk about that stuff, they react very uh, emotionally. They react very intensely to that. And they're and almost like they, they, out of, they get jealous and, um, and they're like, you know, uh, almost like, how dare you? Um, how, how, da how dare you, uh, uh, share all these incredible things happening when I have to suffer and all of this, cause I could never be that and, or, or whatever. But, um, but no, you know, uh, like we, we should share our successes with each other because that puts that, that vibration um, out there. The more we share about our, whatever we share with each other, going back to what I was saying earlier, whatever you share with your fellow humans sends a powerful message to your subconscious and thus lead to the universe that this is what I want to bring in with to my life. So if you find yourself being one of those people, when you meet up with someone, you just want to vent and talk about how shitty your job is and how horrible your life is, you know, think about that. What message am I really putting out there to the universe and, and constantly sharing that? And that's and what instead, puts us up. Energy, energy flows, flows where your attention, attention goes. goes. Yes. It's a universal truth. So true. And really, like, because look at the your example there, the person that focuses on the negative, what do you think they're going to create more of? And, you know, that might be comparing themselves to you. Oh, that's not in my life. This is what's in my life. And they're reinforcing the things that they want to leave and they're lacking it to leave because want means lack, right? So, but that's that's something to be mindful of when, when speaking to people like that, because if they are in that space, it's not a contribution to them to share right. things like that. And that's where that little saying, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone comes into play and just really will sharing this be a contribution to myself or to the other and to the other, maybe and is a better word, not just I to did. me, but to the other one. I did have one experience though, where I um, I met with a person. They started hoochie dumping, sharing all their all their horrible life story, and then I started to talk about how I was, you know, really enjoying life and all the good things happening. And um, I don't remember what was said exactly, what triggered it, but they they all of a sudden got really angry and like upset. 
And, um, and they were like, and that turned into then them admitting to me for the first time, I hadn't known this, we've known each other for years and years, but then they admitted that, uh, they, you know, they were jealous of me that, uh, you know, they always see how I'm so passionate about going after my dreams and I have this uh, ability to just chase what I desire and that I have so many passions to begin with to, to chase and all of this. And, um, and so, uh, and so he opened up and after all of that emo and emotion kind of was released, all of that tension was released. You know, then we started to have a little bit of discussion about, you know, like, like you have that too. You have the ability, you have the choice. And if you're not happy where you're at, if you're really suffering, you know, you can make the change. You know, it's up to you any moment now. Just choose something different. And um, and after that, they started experimenting. They started trying things. They got into 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 trying a new craft uh, to try and make money. And Nordstrom were, were crafting these things and then tried that. And, um, you know, that worked a little bit, but it wasn't, you know, they knew it wasn't going to be the end all be all. And then this person recently told me just not that long ago that they ended up uh, pursuing an entirely new career path. Um, one that they knew was going to be so much later for them. And they're going to school and training to, to get out of their, their the, the, the dead-end job that they hate, and they're, and they're making the shift in their life. And so, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's okay to push. It's okay to upset people a little bit um, yeah. because that can be a great medicine for them. Yeah, Joy and I talked about this. We had a stream where we talked about um, Joy, someone I met from the boot camp, and she had gotten bitten by a black widow spider. And instead of thinking about this awful thing that happened, she shifted. It's like, well, this is a clearly a shamanic initiation. Uh, this is Grandma's spider. Grandma, what do you have the knowledge for me? But uh, but she calls it the venom, and sometimes we're the venom for each other. Just like when Casey and I, when the things that we work through, if I can share, I was looking at Casey through these lenses of something I got stuck with from childhood. And from because of those lenses and the way that it looked, I wasn't looking at it as jealousy, but it's just like, oh, he's really braggadocious or something like that. But that it wasn't anything like that. It was the lenses that I was looking through. He's celebrating. And here I am tainting it and not being able to go there with him. And then it created this dissonance for a period of time. And then when I started the cleanse, all this stuff came up. And then this one memory from my childhood with a very specific thing that got said to me that was around humility and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's where that came from. It wasn't about Casey, it's about me and this thing I got stuck with, this projection that I was using to look at the world through. And as soon as I did that, everything exploded. It wasn't just like not being triggered by Casey, it was also abundance like galore. Like I, I shared with Casey before this, looking at last month and this month, I'm already, it's not even a week of March, I'm already surpassing, I'm like $100 to surpassing appointments from last month, this month in a week. <laughs> so, so like when you really can be in the space of celebrating, it's like, whoa, this is like, you're adding, you're telling the universe, this is important to me. And I hadn't even looked at my numbers ever. It wasn't until Casey. I'm like, oh, I can run this report and see how well I did. I'm like, holy shit. I did. I really did well this month. But in my point of view, I have been really slow. <laughs> and right. I, it, it's like, so that's the thing. Like, don't be in ignorance, like look at the things and then celebrate what's important. And the universe delivers more to you as is evident this week at being more, abundant than last month. Yeah, it was amazing. You know, we, we, and uh, speaking, going, speaking back to that, you know, I sensed this, there was something, you know, like I'd go to try and share something and I get like no reaction or like a really short response and things. And then we were trying to collaborate and do stir crazy shamans and it was just getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. Well, never I, would do it. I said, it doesn't feel light right now. You're like, Oh really? And then we never really <laughs> dove <Yeah>. into that. <laughs> And then, and then we had that moment of uh, of of Hank realizing what the what 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 the uh, 
sort of the wound or the stain on his filter on his mental filter was and when he cleared that it was like all of a sudden just this woo, we were just flowing back and forth creative ideas celebrating abundance making this show happen getting together on monday to collaborate and film classes and do all this stuff and like the energy is just flowing now and it's amazing the shift that can happen and you know that uh, also uh, to me shows the importance of really examining ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, um, because oftentimes we go through life in such this autopilot kind of reactionary way where we are never truly looking at why am I reacting in this way? If you, if you find yourself, you know, less than uh, pleasant toward another human being, or you find yourself getting angry or frustrated with someone and you're not exactly sure why look and, and try and find out, see if you can find what part of yourself is is damaged where's the wound what 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 within you is out of um alignment what what within you needs to be integrated in order for you to be whole again so that you you're not reacting in that and, way and the willingness to be transparent how much faster could i've gotten through that if i said hey casey this is coming up for me i don't know why because mm -hmm. i'm a firm believer that i'm the only one in the room and so are you everything boils down to me creating mm -hmm. my entire reality from my unconscious and uh, conscious and unconscious mind from my choices and my non-choices so i could have easily said hey casey this is going on in my world and we would have dove in you know mm -hmm. uh, but it, but it took it took uh, all this time. And then I was the venom for another friend of mine and it stirred something up. And there had been all this energy underneath that just kind of exploded after this event. And then we looked at it like after uh, tempers calmed or whatever, we looked at it and now we're stronger than ever. But like, we don't have to wait to this breaking point where we have to get say, you know what, this is BS the way that I'm responding. What is this really about? You can, you know, once things are transparent and you're really coming from a place of, I would like to heal this, you can start looking at the dynamics and we, we probably would have gotten to this uh, much sooner. You could have done a healing for me or who knows? Like we, we would have been able to, I think, move through it more quickly if I had just been transparent about what was going on. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, at the same time, um, you know, people, uh, if, if you, if you didn't have the awareness and something happened and, uh, cause I see this happening too with some people, cause it's so ingrained in them to be in that kind of lack or victim mentality is when they finally do have that realization and breakthrough, they can fall into like, Oh man, like how can't believe I was, I was such an idiot. How you know why? Why didn't I realize this sooner? And I could. I'm so. I feel so horrible. And so you know, um, uh, everything happens exactly as it should in the timing that it should. So the fact that you have an awareness, a breakthrough, a realization in order to better yourself, celebrate that. You know, don't worry about how much time has passed in between. Mm -hmm. uh, don't matter how much time you were unconscious or reactionary for. Celebrate the fact that you realized it and you're here now. I um, mean, you know, if I if I sat and worried about all the times I was unconscious, reactionary, made horrible choices, <laughs> did horrible things, you know, I would just be stewing in my misery all day long. But I know that all of those things, all of those choices that I made, all of the things that I did, all of the suffering I experienced led up to this moment right now. And this reality that I'm living in is absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, I really am right now. Uh, I, I realized it. I don't know how long ago I messaged Hank about it, but I am living my dream life from however many years ago. Um, there are a few things, like, uh, you know, among other things, there were some key points and some of the major ones. Is I, I wanted my own place, a quiet place in the suburbs. I've got this beautiful condo, a quiet place in the suburbs. Um, and a big, big thing, I wanted my own business doing energy healing. And I have a business doing energy healing. But you don't and, need to massage anymore if you didn't want to, do you? 
<laughs> I, I I do like one or two massages a month. <laughs> and it's, you know what the crazy part about that is? I just had this thought the other day too, because um, one of the chiropractor's offices I was working at doing massage therapy, um, I, I expressed the idea that I wanted to start doing more energy healing to him. And I was like, can we put this on the schedule? Can I tell people about this? Can I do shamanic healing here? And he's like, yeah, sure. We can put that out there. And he's like, He's like, just know, you know, that's never going to be the bread and butter. You know, it's always going to be massage therapy. That's where you're going to make all your money. But like, if you want some side cash to come in on this, you know, like, <laughs> that's fine. And then here I am <laughs> attracting all of my abundance, almost all of my abundance through shamanic healing. And now massage is like the side thing. It's amazing the, the total flip that happened there. Um, but uh, yeah, it really is, you know. And uh, I also, speaking of like vision boards and scripting and things, in massage therapy school, I was in massage therapy school, we wrote down, we, we made a vision board and it was our um, like five or six or 10 year, whatever projection, like where we wanted to be, the places we're supposed to be, like where we saw ourselves at, what we were trying to manifest. And every single one of those things and way more toward my goals um, <laughs> happened. So one of the things, um, uh, one of the first things was, I wrote on there, it was I, I'm, uh, I'm working, at this local place, um, it was called Bree that no longer exists, but it was in Westlake. And um, I, I really wanted to work there because I, I well, one, I, I knew someone that worked there and um, and it was all very spiritual people. I wanted to be around really spiritually open-minded people. And it was like, I mean, it was three or four minutes down the road from where I lived, if that, it was so close, it was perfect. And so I wrote on that vision board, I am working there at, 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 at Breathe. Um, and, uh, and then my, one of my next steps was I, I wanted to be working at a chiropractor's office, um, building up, a, a, a clientele. Um, and that was the next step, however many years out. And then after that was, I wanted to have my own business and, and be self-sufficient and be building my own clientele based all just for myself and be purely self-sufficient and like, boom, boom, boom. All those things happened. Went from breathe to the chiropractor's office to self-sufficient owning my own business and then shamanic healing and all of this and it's just it's been incredible <laughs> and, and all that in less than a year really like the your own uh shamanic business yeah well uh yeah um well that happened very yeah you know what it was funny because I, I i needed almost the motivation of the lockdown um and then it was, it's it's you know you talk to people it was either the worst thing that happened for them or the best thing that happened for them when we went into that lockdown and, and people couldn't work um, because like for me, um, I was working at the chiropractor's office. I was, you know, things were going, um, well there. I was making a, a decent living doing that. Um, uh, but I knew I was, as I was working there, I was, I, my soul was just calling me. It's like, dude, it's time for you to really do shamanic <laughs> healing. It's time for you to really step into your power. Like massage is great. You'll always do it from time to time, but like, that's not where your soul's fiery passion is your fiery soul's passion is in the shamanic healing so start doing it so as i was working in the chiropractor's office i was starting to attract more shamanic healing clients but it was happening very very slowly and um, then we went into lockdown and i wasn't working for uh you know however well it was long it was longer than we were in lockdown that i couldn't go back to massage the you know, the american uh, or um ohio medical board wouldn't allow massage therapy to open back up for i think it was like two months or something uh, so I was out of work for, for quite a while. And at first I was sitting back. I'm like, all right, I got my savings. I'm good. You know, if we're locked down for a few weeks, I'll be fine. And 
Uh, and that's something I'm like, man, I really like, it would really be nice to be bringing in some money. So I started doing some work, asking some questions. Um, and uh, I've shared this story before, but one of the things I asked was, what can I do to bring in an additional $2,000 in the next uh, two weeks, I think I said. And, um, and I had no idea at this point, I had no means of income. So I had no idea how that would happen. And in my mind, I had no real possibilities, nothing that I didn't know how I would do it. But I asked that question, what could I do to bring in an additional $2,000 in income? And then I, uh, uh, I was sitting there one day and spirit comes in uh, to my mind and, and gives me this really strong message of go online, do a live stream doing spirit guide readings. And I'm like, okay, well, one, I've never done a live stream doing anything like that before. And like, I've never, like, I don't know how to do that. And they're like, figure it out. You need to do it today. So I did. And I went on, did the live stream and uh, was just doing, you know, like spirit guide readings and offering messages for people from their spirit guides. That's right. I forgot and, you started really with spirit guides and it wasn't the healing so much. It was like, yeah, was a, you get to ask your guide one question. Right. And, and but then right, right after, after that first live stream, I had like three people reach out to me. Hey, can I pay you for a full session? How much is a full session? So I had to figure all that out, made the pricing and then started. And, and those were the, the, the first times I ever was, uh, was really charging people for for reading work or anything like that, and then um, and then I realized at some point. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. I realized at some point that um, uh, you know, hey, I can I can do this with the thing I'm really passionate about, shamanic healing. I can do the same format. I can go online, do live streams. I can do this, and so I started live streaming that way. And um, the word's been getting out there. People have been coming in steadily, and um, people are sharing the message. And and so I'm and it's amazing how many people I've been able to facilitate healing for and just how much incredible change I've seen in people's lives in such a sh relatively short period of time. It's really only been like seven or eight months that I've been really putting myself out there and advertising myself as a shamanic healer. And the subscriber base on YouTube is growing incredibly. People are reaching out and, and it's 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 been incredible. 2020 was the best year of my life. 2021 off to an absolutely beyond amazing start. Um, and I feel like as amazing as everything is, as, as, as many beautiful connections as I've experienced, as much amazing abundance and adventure I brought into my life, I feel like I'm just barely getting started. And that is so cool. And just to ask a question around that for everybody else, just allow this energy to come up. What energy, space, consciousness, and choice could your body being and beyond be to have the same allowance of the infinite abundance from the universe as Casey has, as I have had with total ease and allow that energy to come up and then get ready for the second part and everything that wouldn't allow that to show up in your life, be willing to destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And by asking questions like that, you identify the energy you need to step into and you identify the energy that's stopping you from stepping into it. We work at both the same time. So you can truly step into that space with total ease. That's a beautiful thing. And I know this when I'm working towards manifesting something. Uh, so for example, if I'm writing down something like, oh, I'm gonna bring in an additional $300 this week. Um, as I write that down, there's a part of me that's like, yes, I know that's going to happen. And then there's a part of me that feels this heaviness and this reaction and this resistance. And like, how is that going to happen? And now I know when that comes up, I'm like, sweet, this is the thing that's holding that abundance back. So now I can clear this. Yep. And pot then and whatever, pocket. whatever, <laughs> pot and pocket or, or, or huchamiqui it or whatever, digest it, whatever you want to do. But you just 
you, yeah, you can deal with that. So, so don't let that stop you. You know, if you, if you're trying to manifest something, you feel like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. If something comes up and it feels, you feel resistance to that. I don't know how this is going to happen. Your body contracts and feels heavy. Then that's brought up to your awareness. You have the opportunity now to clear that thing that's holding you. Back. I would encourage most people not to start with things like the Huchimikwa and digesting things. Stick because yeah. it, it comes with a, a little bit of, of other things, but like pot and pock is a universal thing. Point of destruction, point of creation, where you're creating the limitations that are destroying yourself as an infinite being to accept what's showing up instead of looking for more. That's a real easy one. Everyone can remember there's a collective consciousness around it. So you could just say all that is pot and pock, but there are certainly other techniques and things like that. Now, these might be um, a little bit. I don't know. Are you familiar with Tesla frequencies at all? I'm not really. No. I know Tesla said about the energy of 369 being the his, uh, the unlocking the meaning of the universe, but we, neither of us are really familiar with that, Annie, to, to really speak about. And my cousin is tuning in. She's asking, do you prefer energy healing over communicating with spirit guides of others and why? Yes, absolutely I do. I prefer... Um, shamanic healing, energy healing over communicating with, well, I, I'll say this, um, and in terms of a service provided, yes. However, when doing shamanic healing, I'm communicating with spirit guides while I'm doing that. So I'm doing both at the same time. But, um, the reason why is, you know, for me, um, people who are really willing to looking to make change in their life, right? Uh, if, if we do shamanic healing, whether that person needs soul retrieval, entity removal, if they need the healing of physical pain, if they need to get over and, and look at and, and identify wounds that are holding them back and staining the reality, we can address those things. They, they can actually step into their power and live a more whole, healthy, happy, peaceful, abundant life. Uh, whereas if I'm just communicating with their spirit guides and they're asking questions. You know, people can ask questions until they're blue in the face. I can give all of the responses that spirit wants to give. Um, but how many times do I really feel like that's actually created uh, a powerful change for someone? Maybe, but nowhere near on the level of actually doing the healing work and the work to, to, to process and move through and, whatever. And and for me, it depends where the person's at, because I love the healing work as well. You know me, uh, sound healing, mixing with the Peruvian tradition. That's like my thing, sonic shaman, right? But occasionally you have a client that they're not in the space to receive that, and they really need to hear from a loved one or from knowing that they're supported in spirit. In those cases, though, I don't do readings often. Like I have done like straight on mediumship readings for people that are in a different space. And it's like, how does this person, where are they willing to receive right now? And that really kind of comes, and I know Casey does the same thing. Like we, he, someone might sign up for one type of session, like, well, you know, I know you signed up for that, but you might be better suited uh, going down this route based on where you're at. Cause you meet the person where they're at and everybody's at a different place. Absolutely. And what I end up doing a lot of the times I'll ask, uh, you know, as we're, we're asking questions and things, um, you know, we, we reach something, we find something where there's a real like heaviness, we, you know, maybe the person starts out and they're like, oh, I just want to know if I'm going to get this job and all that. And then we come to realize that there's some like real heaviness around them, like wor worrying, worrying about like their abundance and whether or not they can support their family. And then we go even deeper than that. And we find out that like there's some real wound that happened to them in childhood that made them like have the scarcity complex or something. And then we started out as a spirit guide reading them and I, I'll ask them, hey, with the help of these spirits that are giving these answers, are you open to us? actually working to start to heal this wound that you that we found out that you have so it can be a beautiful segue into beginning the healing and identifying what needs to be healed so they go hand in hand and they and they, they don't have to be a separate thing um but uh yeah if if i if i had my own choice of what i was going to work with someone 
Or um, I, I definitely have more fun doing shamanic healing. Yeah. And like I have that one story where I was all excited doing my like my normal thing, and then and spirit says you have to do the most subtle reiki possible, just a bare trickle of energy. And I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, ready to do my tuning forks and everything. And after the session, she's like, you know what? Every healer I go to, they just blast, they throw everything they got at me, and I'm so sensitive that I I'm so wired for we like they, she just can't handle the energy. And so like following that, I met the person where they're at, and then she's c consistently was able to receive more and more and more but it's like you, you do follow it and i do more of like an intuitive intake versus a reading and i i ask those questions to find those themes of where the original wound is because okay that's a betrayal energy when did this happen before when did that happen before and getting to the original thing that started to accumulate this uh series of hucha and being able to work with it and, and get it to get rid of it and incidentally everyone this is the office that casey and i do in-person sessions out of so if it looks all fun and crazy with all the toys you know we're <laughs> We're just a, a, an email away uh, to schedule. Yeah, <laughs> oh, speaking of, I'll recommend that out there. Please subscribe to this channel, Sir Crazy Shamans, um, if you're watching and you're enjoying this. Um, and share it also as well. Um, it really helps. We, we want to spread our magic, our healing magic. And also, like the purpose of, of talking about all of this is to inspire people. You know, um, so there may be, if, if one person watching this, uh, you know, sees this and says, you know what? I, I, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try working with manifestation. I'm open. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to try to receive healing or whatever. If we can just inspire one person, then it's been absolutely successful. And if we can reach thousands of people, even better. So share the message with as many people as you can. Subscribe, especially since we haven't done it in a while. We had grown pretty well. We were like at 180 ish or somewhere subscribers in like six or seven months or something, which is really a lot for a YouTube channel. Now we're getting back to it. So that, like now more than ever, because it will show Google that we're active again and we're like, you know, uh, hitting the pavement, creating positive change for people. So it helps out not just to subscribe, but to like the like like the video and comment after the stream. So there's comments that all tells uh, the algorithm that we're relevant. <laughs> the omniscient, op, uh, um, omnipotent, the omnipotent algorithm. Google. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a, my other cousin works for Google. Maybe I could be like, hey, you know, can you go in and like change our algorithm a little bit? I don't know if they could do that. <laughs> or just like serve us up to everyone. That would be great. No, the algor—the algorithm is uh, is an uh, all-seeing, all-knowing God, and and even the people at Google don't know how it works. They just pray to it. So <laughs> that's all. It's all you can do. <laughs> yeah, it is a mystery. When they change something, it takes like months to figure out. Okay, what do we think changed? And you still don't really know because they don't like tell you. So. <laughs> But if anybody has, if you have other questions, if you have other comments, uh, we usually go to go like just under the hour. So I like to upload these to um, YouTube TV. We also are on uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes. So if you want to listen to past episodes, but you don't want to like have Google playing at work or anything, you just have headphones, you can download the episodes, listen to them there. And then Casey also has his channel, Stir Crazy Shamans. I have my channel. Shaman's Way. I'm sorry. Shaman's Way. Shaman's Way, yeah. Check out my... Shaman's Way. I do all kinds of uh, healing demonstrations. I do live streams where I pick people from the audience live to experience the power of shamanic healing. And then uh, <laughs> and then I have well, and I do like distance healing videos and I have guests on sometimes and stuff. So all kinds of beautiful possibilities at yeah. Shaman's Way. And I do a lot more guest stuff, but my my um my channel is the Sonic Shaman, and I have a lot of just uh, content where I do coffee connects. I call them in the morning. I have my coffee, and I just like do these little streams. And then I also have Conscious Connections on the same channel. Like that's just the name of the podcast, and that is uh when I have guests on. So I have guests coming up next week. I have a couple of them, but there's always a uh, really good stuff, in my opinion, anyway. But subscribe to it all because. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, and you know, it, 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 the more you fill yourself with this kind of stuff, this this kind of vibration, this kind of media, you know, um, uh, the more you're going to attract this stuff. People worry about in terms of their their health and wellness. You know, people think of like, oh, what am I eating? You know, I gotta we gotta make sure I'm eating the right foods and things. Yeah. Uh, but far far more than that, uh, far I think even more important than that is is, is what are you consuming energetically, mentally? Um, you know, what kind of media are you consuming? If you're constantly watching horrible, depressing news and, and, and things like that, you're going to attract a lot of horrible, depressing things in your life. If you're watching stuff like this, that's inspiring, that encourages you to uplift yourself, take control of your reality, manifest abundance, heal all of this stuff, then you're going to attract more of that kind of vibration in your life. So yeah, consume, consume, consume our beautiful, magical media. Yeah. And also prioritization is a huge part of that. And access consciousness, one of the key modalities I practice, we talk about tithing to the church of you, that when you get your paycheck, when you earn any money, whether it's a tip or anything else, you take 10% and you put it aside for honoring you and telling the universe, guess what? I come first. Guess what? I'm important. Guess what? I value me versus you get your money. And the first thing you do is pay all your bills. And then if I have something left, I'm going to honor me. Like, where are you telling the universe you're putting priority? Right. So it's like a, a really good technique and access to do that. It's not like a thing that you're planning on spending. It's a thing that you're putting there. And as that continues to build, eventually you just have all this money in the bank that you, you're, you're never going to feel non-abundant. You know, you have all that there. And more than that, you're showing that you're being self first, which is not selfish. You're being self first that you can give from a full cup instead of an empty cup. Mm, love it. Absolutely. I think that might be a good uh, place to wrap it up here. Oh, hi, D. Yeah. D, uh, D received a beautiful uh, uh, soul retrieval from me. Um, it was the first soul retrieval I ever did in a live stream. So, uh, so you're 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 the first recipient of a live stream through the comments soul retrieval. So that was very cool. It went really well. It was beautiful. So hopefully yeah. you're you're doing well, D. Yeah. And I'm thinking of doing some like live intuitive facilitation. I, I work because I like Casey, like Isaiah and I were talking about it. Like his real gift his niche like we can do all the levels or whatnot but he's like really gifted with the physical side and i'm more gifted with like the mental side though i've had physical results when we run into problems we just channel each other we've each done it i call on hank and uh and when especially when i'm doing like entity removal or working with really like mental stuff i'll call or uh, william henry settle uh call in the higher mind yep. of hank and i've done the same thing with casey this person had all this pain and i start i call in casey and i start rattling and i belt out this light language like i'm usually more of a soft-spoken chanter i guess if you want to call it that and i'm just like i'm just going and then they're like the pain's gone i'm like cool that worked and then, and then even for not not healing like casey had this web issue and he knows that i would know how to fix it so like he started channeling me he like kind of blacks out comes back to it and he doesn't remember how but what what was needed was done in wordpress there was something that you were trying oh, to get rid of a menu thing yeah 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 i was working at my website and uh and and I, I was messaging Hank. He was, and I think he like he wasn't responding. He was busy or something. He wasn't responding, and uh, and it was really frustrating. It was something I needed to fix. It was oh, it was the it was like the the menu, like yeah. one of the buttons people would click to go to schedule. It was linking yeah, to the I wrong menu. Center, and I I didn't have my laptop or something because I really I can't do that stuff on a phone. I got it. Well, I do have a computer. I didn't think of that, but and it was way over my head in terms of I I would have no idea. I'm really bad with uh, with uh, like it frustrates the heck out of me to try and work with like building websites that kind of stuff. Like I, I don't know what I'm doing, and um, 
And I, I, but but I knew I had to fix it because people were going in and clicking that button, and they were booking on the wrong schedule. And so I was like, I need to fix this now. And um, I thought about it. And I'm like, I can just call in Hank and like channel him and, and and have him do it. So I was just thinking about that, and I literally went, and it was just like click 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 type 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 click 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 boom 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 boom. And I don't know what I did. I have no, I still I right after it I couldn't I have no idea what I did. Right after I did it I couldn't remember. And I looked and I'm like it's fixed. I'm like, oh my gosh, how the heck did I do that? Uh, I, I kind of went unconscious and just click, 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 and I'm like, boom, oh, it's done. It's a great a great testament to what is possible if you can just suspend your disbelief. Like anything truly is possible if you have a point of view that's open for it. And Dee was just mentioning that the soul retrieval was amazing. Thank you. And my cousin saying, I love seeing you two together. You work so well together. A great flow. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. A Nike, a Nike, Nike, Penny Chai. Well, you're not a sister, your cousin. I don't know how to say a cousin in Quechua. I'll have to work on that. I can say Wilka Nuna Penny Chai, sacred soul sister. That will work. Cool. But wow, this is wonderful. Uh, both Casey and I are part of the Emergence of Being Network. If you go to emergenceofbeing.com, there is a tab for live streams. You can find all of our content, all of our channels, all of our subscribe buttons just by going to one website, emergenceofbeing.com. And that's also where you can book sessions and all that kind of good stuff if you are uh, called to. Uh, anything else? I think that's good. This sounds like a good place to wrap it up. I'm so excited to be back. We'll be doing this. We have it on our schedule now. We are doing this every, what is it, Friday? Friday. Every Friday. But we, at eleven fifteen, that's not to say we might not hop on and do additional ones. But we're, right, sure. unless, unless we're traveling or something, we're we're looking to do it every Friday at eleven fifteen. So right after Doctor K and I do holistic health and healing, we're going to be on doing staircases shamans, and hopefully we'll get the cool little uh, intro thing for that for this one too. Because I we do upload all these to the podcast network, which is really cool. So actually, someone thanked me the other day. I think someone, one of our listeners, when we first started, they're like, "Can you put this on?" the podcasting because they wanted to listen like at work and stuff. And that's why we did it. And then it ended up turning out really well. So pretty cool. Now, am I supposed to play the little video case here? Am I supposed to just end it? Whatever you want. I'll leave it up to you. I do, well, I do, I do both. Okay. Well, we're going to play the little outro video that thank you so much. And <laughs> thank you, everyone. until next time, just take a breath and breathe in the possibility. Much love. <laughs>